0: You're listening to The Business Marketing Show, episode number 86. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher. Hello, everybody. This is Ed K. Smith from the Business Marketing Show here with my co host, Brendan Tully, and our special guest on the show, Alba Gomez uh, from albagomez.com.au, here to discuss personal branding. Thank you very much, Alba, for being on the show. And hello, Brendan. Hi, Ed. Hello,
1: and thank you for having me.
0: It is our pleasure. So, uh, Alba, I was just reflecting today when we actually met and we, we bumped into each other at a networking event uh, about a week or so ago. And it was back in 2009. And I think, wow. the, I think that was just around the time you were starting this business, your, your personal branding consulting business. Uh, and you've, you've done very well. I'm seeing you all over the place in social media, uh, coverage on different TV networks and being interviewed left, right and center. So I thought it's probably about time you came on our podcast and had had a chat to us. Because you've got a fascinating background of what led you up to what you're doing today. And uh, what you have done as a career in the past really is not related in any way, shape or form, in my opinion, to what you're doing now. I mean, everything everything leads and builds up to what you do in life. But uh, uh, coming from the background, which I'll let you discuss, uh, is quite fascinating. So. So you are uh, living in Perth, correct, at the moment. That's what—that's where you spend the majority of your time. But yes. that is not where you came from originally. You have come from a place far, far away. So give us a <laughs> bit of a bit, bit of a backstory about yes. where, where you're from.
1: Sure. Okay. So I am Colombian, proud Colombian. Obviously, my accent gives me away within two seconds.
0: Uh-huh. Even
1: after being for 14 years here, um, I carried with me. So I came to Australia following love. So I came here with my ex-husband on an adventure to learn English. I could not speak any English when I came here. So that was quite the experience, coming into a place that is completely different, culturally speaking, where you cannot communicate, when you go from being an independent woman to to learn the language. So back in Colombia, I graduated as a production engineer in 2000 and had the opportunity to work for 40 years as an engineer, both in Colombia and in Australia. Uh, so when I came here, my goal, ultimate goal was to do that. So I'm an engineer. I'm going to be all my life working doing this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go and learn English, uh, get recognized as an engineer and work like that in Australia. So I did that. Uh, And I got my job here and it was a great experience. I managed to get an excellent position as a manager of a division that was created for me in a Japanese company. The exposure was great, the learning, the traveling. However, um, a few years after, I started feeling like I have lost my passion for what I was doing. And being a very passionate Colombian woman, I thought I need to follow. And mm-hmm. my heart that is telling me I need to change and do something that really wakes me up, feeling like I am living my life on purpose. So I went into this deep, deep looking into what is it? Who am I? What, is, what are my strengths? What, how, what I have to share? What is my story? And that led me to start my image consultancy business nine years ago that it was around the time we actually met which is unbelievable wow and that was it like i started working as an image consultant and the reason i started working with image was because as a kid growing up i had this absolute passion love and interest in everything that was related to how you come across to people visually and not just that but your personality your body language your communications so that's something that i started studying just for fun everything related to image everything related to body language and communications it was just like a hobby but it was never a possibility of anything but when i moved to australia And I had the opportunity to see that in in regards to Colombia, Australia is so much free and open-minded. So you actually can do anything. And I didn't have my society or my family to tell me anymore what to do. So I just took a leap of faith and set up a business doing something that I was very passionate about. And the business has evolved and transformed completely as I have grown, which led me to focus more on the personal branding because it actually allows me to have a more holistic approach. To how an individual comes across is seen as perceived but not only that how an individual see themselves which affects completely everything so that's pretty much me that's (laughs)
0: that's that's a pretty impressive leap from being uh, an engineer to to doing what you're doing now and um i think there's probably a lot of people wondering how you made that step was it progressive did you all just decide cut it off and not be an engineer anymore and go full time? Or did you start doing it over a period of time and then swap one for the other?
1: Yeah, well, my intention was to cut completely. Uh, so I went into my boss office and said, this is it, I'm done, I'm not working anymore here, and he wouldn't take my resignation. Oh. So he's like, uh, no, no way, you cannot leave. Like, as I said, I have been assigned a position that was created just for me. He had a lot of responsibility. So I kind of understood where he was coming from. So we negotiated that I was going to go into a transition process. So I went to three days straight away. Then I moved into one day and then I left, which actually ended up working pretty good because this Colombian woman who was an engineer had not a clue of how to run a business in Australia. (laughs) I didn't know many people. I'm like, I'm just an employee. I've never done any business. So uh, it worked out really good because I, then I started working with a coach who guided me, you know, attending all these seminars and training. That's how we met. And I just started developing my business on the side as I just did what I felt right to me with the company who had given me so much.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. And so you were in the, the position of power because you held all the bargaining chips. Um, yes. So <laughs> pro- probably the, the transitional way you did it worked out best for everybody but uh, I think the fact that the boss said, no, you can't leave. You're too important. Yes. Is, is great. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. there's a lot of people who aren't in that position and the boss would probably say, okay, see you later. So yeah. that, that's fantastic. Now, do you have any family members at all in, from Columbia here in Australia? Or is it only you?
1: No, it was only me. And by yeah. the time I, all this happened, I was going through a divorce with my ex-husband, who was the only person I knew here. So challenging doesn't even begin to describe it. Mm. <laughs> that was probably, I, I always remember those times of my life as the most difficult periods, but then also the ones that allow me to have so much growth and to actually the beginning of creating the life I have now that is completely different and completely improved. So yeah, it was just me and it was hard.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, so, so Brendan, because you haven't met Alba before, this is all uh, coming to you fresh. What, what mm-hmm. a, what thoughts are coming into your head at the moment for questions for why, Alba? Why Perth? Was there a particular reason or that was just a job opportunity or?
1: Yeah, my ex-husband, uh, when, uh, so the story there is that when we met, we were dating and he was living in Japan doing a PhD. He's a dentist and he had a job offer in Australia. And he wanted to live in Australia. He's like, Australia, I love Australia. So when we met, he was already moving here to Perth. So I'm like, ah, of course, I'll go with you and I'll learn English. What can be, what can happen? I'll just see how it goes. (laughs) So that was it.
0: Through caution to the wind. Wow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, I was was in love and I was, yeah, I wanted just to do something different. So.
0: Fantastic. Here I am. So I'm going to make some assumptions here and you can correct me which i'm sure brendan will have a good laugh at but <laughs> I, I from what i've seen from what the work you've done uh you're probably dealing with a higher percentage of women than men would that be a correct guess or i decided
1: to i decided that to be it Uh, So uh, through my business, I started working with both men and women. I also was with corporate and do training. But I did notice I had like a 70% women, 30% men. Okay. And then I went like, you know, speaking to both is causing me a little bit of difficulties when you're communicating through, through your newsletters and your website. So I made a decision. And also coming from my story of how much as a woman, I was dictated by my society and my family and how a woman can do or not do. I just started discovering that there was a bigger calling towards talking yeah. to women. So I did the swap and went women only. So I talk to women, I do work with men, but my language is women.
0: Yeah. And that makes sense because that way you can really dig down deep and focus on that particular area and not get sidetracked, uh, sidetracked by couple of guys like us i'm pointing down at brendan because he's below me on the screen (laughs) but you know what can you do with us really i mean you know you got to start somewhere that's decent so you know women are always up on on presentation skills compared to men in my opinion so look i do do my best
1: not necessarily and and remember this is not just about your image your image is just an element and it's probably just 20 percent of it
0: yeah so, okay, that's a good segue, because that was a question I was going to ask you. So what percentage of, uh, of the work you do is focused externally compared to uh, internally, that's you were saying it's about 20%. So what is it that you work on with your clientele for the inside, the, the mindset, the, the way they think about themselves and them and their attitude?
1: Absolutely. And so um, through my experience, as I said, I started working with the image, which I love and I truly believe can completely change so much. But then I started realizing that there was a big disconnect. As in my personal story, growing up as a kid who was bullied and was not, not super lack of confidence and scared and fearful and feeling out of place, I developed an obsession with looking perfect on the outside. That didn't make me feel any more appropriate or confident or successful at all. Mm. So I kind of started doing that with my clients, and I started feeling, oh, this is this is kind of like what happened to me. And, and in my personal story, I realized very soon that I needed to connect myself, feel confident from the inside out, and then the image was the icing. So then I developed a seven-step uh, pillar system, a seven-pillar system, uh, probably four years ago when I actually worked in all the areas which start with your mindset and your essence. So you actually really remembering who you are under all those labels. Know your roles. Like what is the essence of you? What are your strengths? What is your weakness? What is your story? What makes you unique? What are your life and professional goals and how you live in your life? Because developing your personal brand is not only about getting yourself known and recognized. For me, it's a way of living. It's actually getting yourself to live on purpose. Yeah. And creating a business, a career or a life that is in full alignment with what you want to create.
0: Yeah. And that, I think that's really important because there seems to be, in my opinion, a huge disconnect, uh, particularly with the the younger people of the world with social media uh, who, are, who seem to be extremely focused on the external. Um, the, the selfie is the classic example of that is has just become <laughs> a completely over-the-top thing, in my opinion, that everyone's taking selfie, selfie, selfie. So, so uh, there seems to be a lot of external focus. And it may, I may be wrong, but maybe you can give some, uh, some views on that.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, I, I guess, coming from a Colombian, a Latin culture, where image is so important to the port of, uh, point of obsession, I get me also realize like every every single woman looks so perfect. Like it is this perfection outside and it's this emptiness inside. So ages ago, before I moved to Australia, I started feeling that there's something so big, so missing, and everyone looks so perfect and so happy, but they're not at all. And that's when I started thinking, that's it. how I feel and how I look I was I was one of them too so that's when I started realizing life there is is so much more than looking perfect on the outside we need to live and and feel and look great from the inside out so that's when I started developing this this system as part as I said it's my own personal experience and seeing it with people like you can be wearing the most beautiful suit have the most perfect makeup or you guys having the greatest that's not going to make you happy you need to feel good you need to be confident you need to know who you are you need to understand where you're going so that is absolutely 100 percent truth obviously we all want to look good but if we just do that element we're going to be falling so short in actually creating the success or happiness we want
0: yeah exceptionally good points and you see that a lot now i think and, and i working on the internal stuff is is sometimes harder working on the external ah, stuff, it is
1: harder <laughs>
0: so it's like you gotta you know you can sort of make yourself look good uh, from, from the outside, but reflecting on what's actually really happening is, is critical for the inside. So, um, so how do you go about finding your clients? What are, what are your marketing strategies that you're using to develop your yeah. business and, and grow that?
1: Yeah. And just before, so you know, because I didn't finish, so just quickly, I do that mindset and stuff they, that I move into the elements that I call sharing you are, that is your magnetic personality and your communication skills from a body language point of view. Mm-hmm. And then the system ends with the image side. So it's got like those three elements, the inner, the sharing who you are and communicating and then the image side. And when you bring all those elements together, you have created an authentic and unique personal brand that communicates your most empowered version of you sort of to say it like that.
0: Okay. Fantastic. So,
1: so how I go about uh, promoting my business. So I guess uh, I um, creating a profile in the media has been, let's, say one of the ways of getting myself out there in a, in a bigger scale and having people just to come through my website and inquire about what I do. I do a lot of speaking. Um, so through speaking, I also, so I do, um, trainings for big events or for companies. So through that I get clients. Uh, I do a little bit of networking, very little these days, like the event that we met is the only one I'm doing at the moment. And then Mm -hmm. I do use Facebook ads. Okay. And obviously Instagram, Facebook, videos on YouTube and LinkedIn. <laughs> so it's a little bit of everything.
0: Okay. And uh, do you have a YouTube channel that you run yourself and put a lot of content on? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I do. So how I'm not time? as active
1: as I could, I guess. But yes, I do well, have one yeah. and I have videos there.
0: We, we could all say that. What, what are your reflections on that, Brendan? Or oh, what? Say that again? In terms of the social media side of things and YouTube what? What's your question, Ed? My question. I watch a lot of YouTube. You, yeah. So, in terms of what Alba's doing, um are there other things you think would be beneficial for her Well, I just spent forty-five minutes watching her on YouTube. So, <laughs> forty-five <laughs> minutes. Holy no! My. I mean, well, I, was, I was doing other things, I had yeah. a few other things to do before,
1: <laughs> I was on your background.
0: <laughs> pre, pre-interview research. So I did watch a couple of movie trailers that came up in between, but no. I think on YouTube, but I think it's you. You really need to be across as much of the different social medias as possible. As you know, this particular medium that we use here, um, now we, Brenda and I, have been doing podcasts now for would have to be four plus years now. Uh, but it's always been a, an audio podcast. Uh, so it's only the last few that we've started doing where we're doing it uh, on Zoom with the with the video. Because some people want to have this option. So we've decided to do that and also the, the audio is extracted from it. So I think if you can do as many different areas as possible uh, to cover those those needs, I suppose with what you're doing, it's probably beneficial when there's more visual than just audio. Have you found that?
1: Yeah, well, and I guess, you know, I truly believe that it's also a personality uh thing like i am a talker i love talking and i feel very comfortable in front of a camera so that is easier for me to sit down and run a newsletter or an article so it's one of those things as well i, I find very easy to do videos on instagram on facebook or for youtube or repurpose them so i, I also think is there's a preference there. there's people that absolutely don't want to be in front of the camera so i guess yeah. for them that is a challenge
0: yeah, and is that the sort of stuff you would work through, um, and with yes. people? You help them get over those issues of absolutely.
1: Yeah, fantastic. it's all about it's all about becoming visible, and and that is a huge element of developing your personal brand. You need to own who you are and be unapologetic about sharing it. So, how to overcome those fears of being judged? Because in the end, that is the reason why we don't do things that we, if we put it out there, what are people going to say? So I, I help them with the mindset of it to understanding what is the fear and also to creating an image and a presence that have them feeling confident to show up and share what they have share.
0: Yeah, I heard a quote, and I'm pretty sure it was from Jack Canfield, the author of uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul and various other books, um, was it's none of my business what other people think of me.
1: Exactly. That's exactly what I was telling a client that five minutes ago. Ah, oh, there you go. They are making yeah, they are making judgment. People are making judgments of you at all times anyway. Mm. So why would you hide? And second, why are you doing paying attention to what they think? And and for me is because people I put myself out there quite a bit and I'm quite vulnerable with what I share. I share outfits, I share my fears, I share. Are you scared of people judging me? I am more focused on what I have to share. What, what their yeah. opinion of me, none of my business.
0: Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's a fantastic attitude. And I try to be that way as often as I can. Occasionally, uh, <laughs> occasionally it gets to me sometimes, but when you're of course. Your outfits, is that what you're saying? What was that Brendan? When you're sharing your outfits, is that when I'm sharing <laughs> my outfits? Yes. <laughs> hey, look, I can dress snazzy Brendan. My, my wife and daughter always make fun of me of uh, my, my different selections of colognes and okay. things that I have. Um, I like to ex- experiment. So I'm, I'm always getting, getting jived on about that. <laughs> so anything else you would like to ask Alba at the moment, Brendan, while we have her presence? And I think so- this is great. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the book Psycho-Cybernetics talks about mm. your... Um, your perception of yourself and how that kind of manifests in the world, like a thermostat. Like we adjust our lives to to kind of match our perception of ourselves. So I'd like to talk, like, tell us more about that. Like, when you start working with someone, what I mean, how do you work with someone? Do you do it online, in person? Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm like so curious about this. Like, um,
1: yes. Sure. Yeah. So I, I, uh, when I started my business, I was working just with clients one-on-one, but as I evolved, I realized, well, this is, this is something I can help people all over the world. So I actually have clients, probably 30% of my clients are here in Perth and then 70% are global, absolutely in every single continent. So we work through Zoom as we're doing today. Um, and the, the, the way it works, I work in a setting of a fourth, four months program, just because I, Believe four months is, is the amount of time that you can actually transform your mindset, uh, own your personality and who you are, see yourself in a different light, and uh, learn how to communicate and how to look the best. So it's kind of like I work like that. I do four nightly sessions, and I have a combination. As I said, I have a seven pillar system, so I, I do a combination of teaching, mentoring, and coaching. So it's in a, a little bit of consulting as, of, as well at the same time. So. I have a system that people can access when they're working with me. So they get the, the workbooks, the videos, and then we use the sessions to do the teaching, mentoring, and coaching. And, and everything is, can be done online or in person, all, all of the elements.
0: I think that's the amazing thing. And you think about the, the reach that someone like you or I have nowadays in the world of, of using tools like Zoom, which makes it so hmm. easy uh, I mean, I've been using Skype for 14 years and that's you know not not dissimilar, but I think Zoom is a, a better version of, of for, for this type of process that we're doing. And it's amazing what you can do and say so you've got clientele on every continent. So that was not possible uh, a long time Absolutely.
1: ago. Absolutely. Well, one cool thing that one happens to me is I had a client in Sydney that we worked for like a few months and then it was funny that I ended up going to Los Angeles Tell us what an event that she was attending and we met in person there you know, and yeah, I'm like that's yeah. just completely crazy or clients that I have never met in person but you just really get to know them so well and or, or eventually they come or we meet somewhere and it's like yeah so it's amazing what we can create and also opening our minds to understand that now we do have access to the world completely
0: yeah you, yeah you are only limited by your imagination I believe
1: absolutely
0: so that's that's fantastic so. Now we've been chatting to you for about half an hour now, and um, already, <laughs> yes, went very quickly. And uh, I'm just thinking: have you got any workshops coming up, public workshops that you're doing, or online courses that you wanted to talk about? That uh, you yeah, can-
1: absolutely. So if you guys go to my website, as uh, so I have, and you will see it on my main page, there is a workshop in Perth for women. Mm-hmm. And it's all about helping you develop your personal brand that is coming on the 15th of September. And also I have a section of online courses and free resources. So you can get started on your journey to develop your personal brand with some tools that I have there. And I also have some online courses that are super, super, super uh, helpful on helping you develop this personal brand. And actually I'm also uh, open to chat if someone is really interested to creating uh, going to the next level of their career or professions and they really are serious about working you can also book a time to talk to me and it's also my main page on the website
0: brilliant anything else you would like to ask brendan before we let albert go back to doing her work oh, i've learned a lot from youtube so I, I feel like i need to go get a haircut and maybe uh, go, I don't, I don't a shirt. Of, you know i'm wearing a t-shirt like you know. Put on a proper shirt just to feel a little bit. <laughs> that that's all right. You're um I feel guilty like after watching the videos. No, it's it's only it's only your twenty percent you're talking about, Brendan. So
1: Yeah. And <laughs> remember it's, it's you can have a very strong presence and, and and appear to be confident, knowledgeable, and professional. And as I said, yes, yeah, it's say the image is just a part of it. But if you have been inspired to have a haircut and wear a, a nicer shirt, <laughs> it's also understanding sometimes that how we dress affects how we feel and that is the important part you completely stand different you talk different you relate to people from a different perception and sometimes when you actually are thinking oh i'm not feeling that that that, i'm not looking that good that also changes your your body language and how you communicate for the bad so it's kind of doing everything in a way that makes you feel your most confident so your presence is the strongest when you come across to people
0: Yeah, yeah. And it is a trap uh, of people who work from home. Like I've spent a lot of time in my home office. And I know Brendan spends a majority of his time there too. You you can sometimes get a little bit uh, slack with because you're not presenting yourself to the world, you can get into some habits that aren't necessarily great. Uh, I know I've,
1: Absolutely. I've
0: been there. It's
1: always, it, I always think how you how you dress affects how you feel. So uh, I also work from home, and and I'm not always just with makeup and hair done and perfect. But I do make an effort to at least wear something that makes me feel nice, like I'm yeah. feeling good, even if it's not the whole thing. But doing that effort also makes a difference because then I feel more focused and I feel more like okay, I'm gonna bring my A game here. Whereas if I'm working in my pajamas, so too relaxed, and I just Take it like
0: a hobby. <laughs> yeah, great point. Easy to fall into when you're you're self-employed and working from home. So so fantastic. I keep looking at you and I keep thinking you've got a flower in your ear because Yes, flower, I do. I the flower, like. I the, no, no, no. the flowers behind you, they keep sitting right next to your ears. Oh yes, look.
1: that.
0: That's funny. I keep going. Oh no, that's not right. <laughs> Look at your screen. It looks like you have boxes of puppies behind you. No, it says puppies. It says it oh, says. What's that my,
1: my, um, oh,
0: yes. I just got, got some empty boxes. I've got, I've got to move those. Some empty boxes of, uh, <laughs> uh, shoes. Actually, no, one's got some shoes in it. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not poppies. We're not talking about anything like oh, that. Puppies, yeah.
1: puppies.
0: Oh, I puppies. thought you said poppies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, thank you for your time, Alba. It was great to catch up with you and thanks for sharing Uh, your information and what you do with us. And if anyone wants to contact you, they can go to albagomez.com.au. We will put the link to your website in the show notes. And uh, we look forward to maybe having you back on the show in the future for a catch up to see what's transpired between now and then. So have a super, super day. Thank you, Brendan. And um, we will catch you all soon.
1: Great, lovely to meet you, Brenda. Nice to talk to both of you and bye-bye to everyone.
0: Okay, thanks very much. Bye for now. Bye. You've been listening to The Business Marketing Show. You can find us at businessmarketingshow.com on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher.